0: The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is a continuation of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday. We're going to be looking at, well, Exodus chapter 19, verses 3 to 6. Then Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain and said, This is what you are to say to the house of Jacob and what you are to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. My dear friends in Christ, the scene at Mount Sinai with the giving of the Ten Commandments and the other laws, that had to be something really special, but scary as well. Following our reading for today, Moses writes, On the morning of the third day there was thunder and lightning with a thick cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast. Everyone in camp trembled. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it like smoke from a furnace. The whole mountain trembled violently and the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder. That was a scary scene and that followed our reading. But before we have that scary scene like that, the Lord had a message for Moses to share with the Israelite people. He said, you yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Those were the words that we looked at yesterday. And as we looked at those words, we were reminded of everything that God had done for his people. He had done so much for them. He would continue to do so much for them. He'd keep on taking care of them and, well, he he freed them from their slavery in Egypt by basically destroying the Egyptians. He carried them on eagles' wings and, oh, the picture there of him taking care of them like a, a mother eagle taking care of baby eagles so that they can grow up. And, well, it also talks about how he brought them to himself. God took them and said, I want you as my special people. I want you as my chosen people. I want you with me. Then he said, now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, obey me fully and keep my covenant. Again, there are some of those scary words, especially the first three words, obey me fully. A picture I have in my mind as I hear those words, obey me fully, is that of a a hostage who has been taken in a bank robbery and the robber has the hostage at gunpoint and he's holding onto that per- person and he's saying to him, do exactly what I tell you and no one will get hurt. And Well, we know what often seems to happen in those cases, someone often does get hurt and gets hurt really bad. But that's that, obey me fully, do exactly what I say and no one will get hurt. But see, now that's not the picture in our reading for today because you see, God wasn't taking the Israelites hostage. He was taking them as his special chosen people his special chosen people and what he wanted them to do is to enjoy his blessings. Jesus once said blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it and usually it's true that when we follow the rules whatever they may be then things go better for us. Now that's usually the case, maybe not always, but when children obey their parents, when we follow the traffic laws, when we do the job that we're supposed to do at work, when we do our schoolwork, when we do all of those things, well then normally what's the case is that we won't run into problems. But if on the other hand, we start disobeying our parents, we go speeding down the highway, we don't do our job. We don't do our homework. When things like that happen, then we can expect all kinds of problems. And now, what God is saying here when He says, Obey me fully, He's saying, Follow my laws because I know what's best for you. And the fact is, He really does know what's best for us. But He doesn't just say here, Obey me fully. He says, Obey me fully and keep my covenant. By keeping his covenant, well, at Mount Sinai, he gave the people the law covenant. And so when he says keep my covenant, you'd have to be thinking about keeping those commandments and all of the different laws and the rules and regulations that God gave to his people. But when you hear that word covenant, word that means promise, You have to go back to, oh, the Garden of Eden, when God gave the first gospel promise to Adam and Eve, promising the seed of the woman to crush the serpent's head. And then go on to, well, for example, Abraham, the promise to Abraham, when God told Abraham that all nations on earth would be blessed through him, through one of his descendants, through Jesus, who would be the Savior from sin. Well, when you hear him say, keep my covenant, keeping that covenant really means believing in those promises of God, knowing that, yes, Adam and Eve sinned. They rebelled against God, and because of that, what they deserved on their own, of course, is eternal condemnation. And and we, well, because we've sinned too, well, what we would do, deserve is we would deserve eternal punishment as well. That's what believing the covenant does start with. But keeping God's covenant also means believing what God says about the solution to that problem. And that solution is well, the seed of the woman who would crush the serpent's head, the one who would be a blessing for all nations Jesus the Savior of the world knowing that he came and lived and died for us and paid for all of our sins and knowing that God wants to help us to fight against the sin that's in our lives so that we'd be working at well obeying him and living as his believing children God said Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Well, when in faith we work at obeying God fully and keeping his covenant, then, well, for the Israelites and for us, then we are God's treasured possession. But really it's not our obeying him or keeping his covenant that makes us his treasured possession. It's the fact that God is graciously working in us. He's the one that makes us believers and it's only with him working in us that we can work at obeying him, keeping his covenant. And what he does is he makes us his treasured possession. He makes us a holy nation, people who have been cleansed of all of our sins. And he makes us a kingdom of priests. And as a kingdom of priests, he makes us his witnesses to the world with the message of Jesus the Savior, with that message of his covenant of grace, his plan of salvation think about what God says here again although the whole world is mine you and I are his treasured possession you and I are holy people a kingdom of priests we're so special so precious to God God, thank you for making us your believing children. And now please help us to work, well, only because you're in us, but work at obeying you, keeping your covenant, following your will, but believing in your amazing promises to us, that promises of the Savior and our eternal life. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for all you are doing and keep on doing for us. Please keep helping us to obey your will and to keep your covenant, to keep on believing that even though we don't and can't obey you fully, yet because of your covenant with us, because of your promise to us, we have the forgiveness of sins in Jesus. We are heirs of eternal life. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus.